Desert Diaries. Week 50. Week 50. 50. I can't believe it's been nearly a year, man alive. I don't know about you, but that has just gone so fast. This week, well, it's been another week, hasn't it, that none of us, I suppose, even a couple of months ago, imagined we would ever be living through. So you might hear that Desert Diary sounds a little bit different this week, and that's because I've decided to bring you on my socially distant compliant walk today. So I'm currently sitting on the side of Mummy Mountain, having just walked up the brilliantly named Hummingbird Lane from the equally brilliantly named Mockingbird Lane. It is a bit of a climb amongst amazing houses of the super rich, but at the top... Oh, what a view. You can probably hear the wind is really quite brisk up here. It's really beautiful. Not like a cold, wintry breeze at all, but a bit like the waft you get when you open an oven door if you're roasting a turkey. And what an absolutely amazing view from the top. Looking out now, I can see across the whole valley, McCormick Ranch, Scottsdale Ranch, out towards Fountain Hills, In the distance, I can see the four peaks, and if you really squint, you can just about see the line of amethyst that runs down the side, because they used to actually mine for the stone in there many, many years ago. Right ahead of me is Talking Stick Resort, which is an absolutely huge casino and concert complex, as well as a big hotel and resort. Yep, it's called Talking Stick Resort, reflecting the history of the native people of this area. There are loads of native names actually in the places and the roads around here. There's Indian School Road, Indian Bend Road just down the road from me and also roads just near to me with names like Gold Dust Avenue, Cattle Track Road, Jack Rabbit Way, all conjuring up those brilliant memories of the Old West. I just love the fact that history leaps out at you from every corner here. I'm taking a little video and a couple of pictures of where I am right now and I'll post them on my Instagram story at Sam Walker Radio. You can search for that on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Just search for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. The wildlife here is just spectacular. Even in the last couple of minutes I've been talking to you, I've seen so many different types of birds. I'm standing right next to a huge prickly pear. I can see a whole bunch of swaros. There's organ pipe cacti, barrel cacti, loads of creosote bushes and ironwood trees. It's just really beautiful. I spotted at least five rabbits. There was a bit of a dash at one point and I couldn't keep up with how many there were in the walk up here. And also quail have been running back and forth along the road ahead of me as well as Juno. My dog is desperately trying to catch all of them so peaceful up here so beautiful it's kind of hard to imagine that the world isn't just carrying on as normal right now but of course things aren't normal for any of us really are they for the first time this week despite all this beauty right on my doorstep I felt a real urge just to get in the car and drive, drive out to the desert, down to Tombstone and Bisbee or up to the Grand Canyon. I've even fantasised about heading over to San Diego and dipping my toes in the ocean. It's all so near and yet it's so out of reach, right? We came here on an adventure and now everything's just on pause. The thing that really makes me tick is exploring and I can't do that right now. But I'm taking time to talk about our past adventures around the tea table every night. In fact, the philosopher Alain de Botton recently said that talking about your past trips and holidays can actually release the same rush of pleasure into your brain that you experience when you are actually there. So give it a go. It's working for us. 
I've noticed a few more tweets and Instagram posts this week of people saying they're really struggling with this new reality for the very first time. So if that's you, remember, you're not alone. I know it sounds trite, but we really are all in this together. So while it's not nice, don't think there's anything wrong with you if you feel a bit meh about everything. I've also seen a few messages this week about people who say this lockdown has given them time to learn new skills like a language or a musical instrument, that they've had time to meditate every day or start a yoga practice or write a novel. And, you know, good for them. Whatever gets you through the night. But for the record, (laughs) in this last month, I have definitely put on a bunch of weight. I have drunk too much. I've not paid enough attention to my girls' schoolwork. I haven't brushed my hair some days. Some days I haven't particularly got dressed out of the shorts and t-shirts I've been wearing in bed. But I'm not going to beat myself up about that because you know what I have done is I've made sure they've got enough to eat. I've made sure they feel safe. I've made them brush their hair nearly every day. We've gone for a walk or a cycle a few times a week and they know they're loved. I've called various relatives around the world in various different time zones several times a week as well and held down a business. So, you know, I'm going to give myself a break and I think you should too. If you do fancy a chat, drop me a message on Facebook if you've got enough time whilst learning a language and playing the harp and making a risotto, whatever you're up to. (laughs) Do let me know how you're doing. You can find me on Facebook at Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. Let me know where you're listening as well. It'd be good to chat to you. Before I set off back down the mountain, I wanted to share a story of my daughter's creativity this week. It was early, early one morning. I could hear my eight-year-old chattering in the other room. And as you know, a child chattering at 5.30am sounds like a stadium full of football fans level loud. Anyway, I go into the sitting room to find her playing a board game with the dog. Anyway, this game is called Stupid Deaths, and in it you have to decide if a ridiculous way in which someone from history died is true or false. My favourite so far was an army general from several hundred years ago who severed the head of his defeated enemy and strapped it to his saddle as a trophy. Now, the teeth of the head kept hitting him in his leg as he rode along, causing a cut which got infected, led to gangrene, and he died absolutely true and ridiculous stupid death but anyway I digress anyway Britta was playing the game with the dog (laughs) basically asking the dog a question and then putting a dog tree on the true card and another on the false card whichever the dog went for she'd mark down as her answer brilliantly the dog won by a mile So I've decided to set out the Arizona lottery numbers for her tonight. Next week, I shall be speaking to you from my mansion. I'll see you in the desert.